This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. A mid-morning dance with the devil from the farmer of fury. Dangerous mid-morning debate with the great dictator. The independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. It's official. Britain is now a lawless nation. This morning's newspapers are filled with the shocking daylight robbery of comedian Michael McIntyre uh, as he waited his car outside his children's school in North London. The moped thugs, dressed entirely in black, apparently, smashed his car window and demanded he hand over his £5,000 watch. These criminals are now so brazen that they've stepped up their game to a new level. Are the streets of Britain soon to be ruled by these maniacs? Are the police even capable of coping with the problem if they knew what to do and if there were enough of them and are you now going out without any valuables at all are you keeping your jewellery hidden are you keeping your watch hidden are you taking no literally no money out with you either 0344 499 1000 meanwhile in the land of the licence to print money there's another kind of robbery going on our water company bosses are rolling in money while they continue to put up the price of the stuff that falls freely from the sky and we've got lots of other stuff going on as well including our take on the new series of Love Island and whether giving up carbs is actually good for you we might be eating some crackers later on as well you're listening to me Mike Graham and Daisy McAndrew on Talk Radio The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio uh, right now, though, we're going to talk about spiders and the removal thereof from houses. Now, I don't know what your view is of spiders. Are no, you frightened I'm o- of them? No, I'm OK with spiders. I can be called upon to help others can with, you? with spiders. Really? Yeah. No, the only thing that I really can't deal with is rodents. Rodents, yes. No, Do you they... have, have you ever had... Uh, an, uh, I had a terrible experience in New York when we moved... Uh, we bought this flat uh, for an apartment in New York and it had a garden. It was one of the greatest things wow. I've ever seen, you know. Um, but the problem was at the end of the road, it was on East 30th Street, between 2nd and 3rd, at the end of the cor- corner of the street was an old abandoned building yeah. and they decided to, to get rid of it and demolish it, right? And of course, what happened was the place was full of rats Ew. and the rats, oh, I kid you not, geez. were bigger than most dogs. In fact, about the same size as your dog, yeah. some no, of these rats. And friend- they, they used to come out at night, at dusk, into the garden. We just had our daughter at the time. And she was a little baby. We used to put her out there. No, this is making me feel quite ill. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and these, you just hear the squeaking. Yeah, and the, oh, it was the awful. Scuttling. Oh my god! And I used to try and kill them with a spade. I used to go out there like in a rage with a shovel and just try oh, and like basically no, kind of no, hit no. them as they were running towards Did me. Did you ever get one? Oh, I killed quite a few of them. Yeah, but there were so many of them. In the end, you know, they won because well, you know we just the... stopped going out to the garden. Yeah, those stories about the super rats. That yeah. And my friend Joe recently was doing some building work and they came across some pipe that had... And the builders 
pulled out one. They they smashed it right with with a spade. She went to collect her kids from school and came back to find that they'd hung it up in the garden. Oh. And she said, I mean, it was more than two foot long. No. Yeah, and they'd really? hung it up by. I mean, that includes oh the tail. God. But it was more than two feet. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's big. She said it was the size of a cat. Wow. It was absolutely huge. Yeah. And why would you hang it up so her kids could see? Maybe it was a sort of sign to the others. To scare off To the say others. if there were any other, because they're very smart yeah. rats. I mean, yeah. they say in London you're never more than seven feet away from a rat. Yeah. No, I did. You know when I've, I've got a hob in my kitchen and mm. it's got two drawers underneath where you keep your pots and pans? Yeah. And I pulled open one of those drawers and there's a little mouse going, yeah. hello. It was like, what was I it? don't mind wave, mice so much. Waving at me. I still swear. I turn Do into, you? I turn into the, uh, the cleaner from really? Tom and Jerry. Really? You know, like, Thomas! Oh, Thomas! funny. Oh, how no, funny. Standing on the Well, the reason table. we're talking about this, right, there's a story about a woman called Demi Sweeney. who was 22, down in Bournemouth, right? She was at home and saw this massive spider. Now, spiders are getting bigger in this country. They're not massively sort they? Of frightening. They are. I've seen very, very big ones now down in the country. Well, I've seen them down the countryside, and they are big. But the big house spiders are not really anything to worry about. But yeah. you see, there's little like false widows and things like that. Now, you can actually get bitten oh. by them, which is never a good thing. She, however, was frightened of spiders to such an extent that she actually was t- petrified of moving out of her room because it was kind of hanging over the, 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 yeah. the, the doorway, right? So what she did was she rang Kentucky Fried Chicken um, so that not only could they bring us some food, but when they came, <laughs> the guy could get rid of the spider for it. Using in the buckets. Presumably. <laughs> presumably, empty, or luring it with some bucket. chicken. <laughs> you know. But we thought, who better to ask about this particular sort of conundrum than Grant Harold, the royal butler? The etiquette. The etiquette king. Of arachnids. Yeah. I mean, what can you do if you're so frightened of something that you need somebody else to get rid of it for you? Grant, a very good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. What, what an interesting subject. Well, that. indeed. I mean... <laughs> I don't know whether you've ever been called upon to kind of uh, remove insects or rodents from any particular well, residences that you've worked in. No, thankfully. No, I haven't. I, I mean, I think if I, I had been, I'd probably... Well, I don't think I'd be much use because I'm quite scared of spiders Are myself. You? Right. But as far as calling somebody in, I mean, KFC, that, you know, when I had KFC, I had to kind of read what that was all about. And it sounds like a skin condition. But anyway, <laughs> if, you call, if you call KFC in, which is, I mean, unbelievable, but... I suppose if she was that frightened, she was looking for somebody to assist her. But, I mean, where's this going to stop? You're going to go to the post office to ask for a tyre change. I well, mean, exactly. I mean, I don't know if you remember, there was a story a little while ago about the, the woman who uh, had something delivered to her, and it, I think it was Yodel, the uh, courier company, turned up. Mm. And the guy, apparently, was so good-looking um, that after he left, she put a thing out on, on Twitter or social media saying, you know, just seen the most amazing guy who's just brought me this you know, package. <laughs> and everyone says, well, why don't you get him to come back? So she, she somehow managed to contact the courier company and got him to come back, and they're now an item. Oh, that, that'll be a movie. So, a yeah. We'll be off to see that in the cinema. Well, because we now have so many random people turning up at the door with deliveries. You know, we there's do. a chance of you meeting your, you know, the love of your life well, delivering it, something to you. It's actually it, quite high, isn't it? Possible. And I mean, if they come in and rescued from a, an awful spider, it's even more. Because I, I did read <laughs> that, that she saw this man as her hero. So, again, it was a yeah. it was a proper, again, you'll see this being turned into an epic movie. But maybe, um, maybe, Grant, maybe this has been put out by KFC to get them some good publicity well, after running out of chicken. Oh, after running out of gravy. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. Wonder, I did wonder. When I read this, I thought, is this, is this somebody trying to get a bit, of, a, a bit of PR? I didn't even know that you, you could get those kind of deliveries. That's fine. I didn't know that either. Not that I would ever want anything. In fact, frankly, I'd had. I'd call somebody to take take Kentucky Fried Chicken away from the house rather than bring it in. I'm glad you... I was worried what you were going to say there. That's fine. That's good. Um, Yeah, I think that's the thing. You wouldn't... If you asked for a takeaway to come to the house, which I don't know why you'd want to do that, but if you did, I wouldn't invite them in to suddenly deal with a problem in the house. But as I said... 
she might have been, I know some people are genuinely that scared. I, I completely understand that. And maybe it was, it was really as a, a cry for help. But mm. there is experts out there that you can call, you can contact an expert to actually come and remove, remove a spider. But I suppose if you do it, you're going to have to pay then, whereas she was getting one for well, the price of two, wasn't she? She was well, getting KFC and spider yeah, removal. She, she's getting both. <laughs> she's getting, yeah, she's getting, getting value both. for as money. As long as they didn't leave the wrong one, that's the only problem is they leave again. Um, but that is the thing. I suppose it is getting a kind of free service, which is great to know that, that they offer that. I'm sure they'll be getting lots of requests. Well, they may well move. be. Now, here's a question for you, because you are, as you are the etiquette expert. I mean, if you're, say, visiting somebody mm. um, or having dinner at somebody's house, and you come across a rodent problem or something like that. Yes. Um, should you tell them? I think if I was in somebody's home and I noticed, uh, let's just say there was a there was a spider or, or something, I would leave it. If we're talking about out in the pool, there's a you know an alligator or something, <laughs> or you know possibly a mite. What about a cockroach? The yeah, cockroaches. Are, you see, yeah. in New York, everybody's got cockroaches. You What's know, it's it, not again, a problem. It's something that you, you would, you would it's, it's very difficult with cockroach because, you know, you're, you're not trying to, I mean, apparently cockroaches are only in very clean homes, mm. apparently, so I think it's a compliment if there is one, but at the same time, I possibly would, uh, manners would kind of state that you don't say anything unless it becomes a problem. So if it crawled up onto the table, onto the host or hostess's <laughs> face, then possibly I might say there's something there. Right. Because you've got a tiny something <laughs> on yeah, your Yeah, you've face. got a little something just on, just on the left there. Yeah, it is very, very disturbing stuff. Grant, listen, thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Uh, always good to get your view on these matters, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Uh, anyway, listen, uh, last night was a, uh, um, one of these milestones of television history, yeah. of course, because we both agreed that we should watch Love Island for the first, for the time. first time, in my case, and even yours, right? Yeah, you totally, never watched to- it before. Totally right. We are, we are, there aren't many of these Love Island you virgins. You loved it. And I hated it. Yes, but I was always going to love it. Because, yeah, because I uh, the only reason I haven't watched it is because I haven't allowed myself because I don't need yeah. another thing. Another Do you fear rubbish. now that you're hooked yes. already? And the hilarious thing is on my um, Facebook page, so many people have commented mm. on it because I said that I was watching it for the first time yeah, for yeah. professional reasons only. Right. <laughs> and all women of a certain age, and what I mean by that is my age, right. all commenting saying that it's their secret pleasure, really? that they're totally addicted, that their children, because I was bemoaning the fact that they were, you know, these skimpy ladies yeah. who were half naked, and they were saying that most of their teenage children won't let them watch it with them because we, we the older generation, keep making these really embarrassing Victorian yeah. remarks. Like, right. Oh, mum, you're so embarrassing. Yeah, right. Shut up. Yeah, shut up, mum. Uh, well, I mean, I, a lot of comments I've seen about it are that, uh, you know, why is it that every single woman who's been chosen to be on this show has only got 5% body I fat. I mean, they were... They were very skinny, They were they? skeletal. Yeah. Skele- I can't say that word. Skeletal is right. Is it? I say skeletal. that. Skeletal. I know, oh, skeletal oh, is okay. right. Anyway, let's talk to Sarah Packer, Sun Showbiz reporter. Uh, I'm sure she'll be able to give us some insights uh, into how it's been received. Sarah, very good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, very well indeed. Now, as, as, uh, as Daisy says, we are uh, both um, Love Island virgins. So, <laughs> I mean, how does this one bear up compared to other previous ones? Okay, well, you're talking to someone that has watched Love Island religiously for the last four years. (laughs) Really? So I'm the complete opposite to you both. But obviously the show has massively grown. Like the series last year became a total hit. Mm. And obviously the viewing figures for last night proved what they doubled from last year. Did they? So more and more people are watching the series and it has become a massive trend. So I really enjoyed the episode, mostly because... The sun threw a Love Island party last night, so I watched it with around a hundred people, and that's always better than watching it at home in bed. So. Well, yes, but but these shows you tend to feel like you're watching them with well millions of people because 
because you know they're that sort of the type of program that's going to get us comments, you tend to watch, have half an eye on the telly and half an eye on Twitter or social media and see what everybody yeah. else is saying. So it is a sort of a conversation, isn't it? Yeah, and Twitter was hilarious last mm. night. That I do love that even characters like Claude from The Apprentice is yeah. kind of chipping in with his opinion and not necessarily people who you would assume would sit down and watch Love Island are talking about it. And there were lots of, you know, funny memes and people kind of making light of conversations already happening inside the villa. So, yeah, it was great when it comes to Love now, Island. Now, my daughter, who was who watched it religiously, certainly last two years anyway, um, was mm. very, very much looking forward to it. She t- t- texted me about midway through the first section before it went to an advert and she says it's great I hate all of them already Uh, I mean is that part of it you have to sort of hate them rather than like them yeah I think we kind of love to hate them in the beginning and then you kind of pick your favorites and sort of relationships start to happen and and you get really invested um so I can see exactly why your daughter is saying that because at first they could come across either Slightly arrogant. Totally or vacuous. A little bit dim. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there so, were some yeah. funny characters. I mean, I, d- I don't know whether it's just because I'm not used to the programme, but I was shocked at how skinny the women were and mm. and how little they were wearing. I mean, it, this wasn't just bikinis. These were like tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. bikinis <laughs> and high heels. And I just thought they, you know... I know it's not meant to be all about showing off their great intellect, but it did really <laughs> look like it was all about showing off something totally else. Oh, I know. I mean, the style of the bikinis, which, you know, they are in fashion right now to sort of be yeah, wearing thongs. But their bums were completely bum. hanging I out. <laughs> I know. You've got to get that all round tan, don't you? They're in the villa for, <laughs> for eight weeks. But... They all well, I think had that was a when, tan. When I sort of finally gave up on any <laughs> pretense that I might actually like this show uh, was when one of the women said that she didn't like one of the guys because he was too pale. He didn't have a tan. I know. Yes. Very, very shocking comment from her. Bless him. The Dr. Alex, of course, who, who didn't get between picked. the years. But yeah, I didn't get picked. So hopefully. He oh, is he the one that got replaced? The, yes, the, the woman a... sort of picked him initially and then he got thrown onto the bench. He was on the subs bench. Nobody yeah, stepped I'm, forward for him. I mean, it is, it is very shameless in the beginning. You're out there for your own. And yeah, if you don't get picked, then there could be that you leave the villa. It's all about staying in a couple. Yeah. And the, um, now, I, I read a piece, I'm not sure where this morning, I'm, I, I don't know if it was in the sun, in which it said that there was a, a secret sort of plot twist coming this season, which was going to involve some kind of same-sex coupling. Oh. Well, See, look how excited I'm you saying, are. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that that is true, because I've obviously worked on the show for a few years. Yeah. Um, I speak a lot with the ITV team, and they have always said, that in terms of same-sex couples, it just doesn't work with the format of the show. Um, obviously, that that would mean that they would have to not just have two people who are gay or lesbian on the show, but they would have to have lots of people because you can't just assume just because they're gay that they will fancy each other. Um, so they just said that it wouldn't work in terms of the structure of the show. But we did see two years ago a lesbian relationship form because two of the girls were bisexual. So it, it has happened in Love Island history. And the other thing that people were, were making me laugh on Twitter about last night was Danny Dyer's daughter, who is also called Danny, which is I know. hilariously vain. I know. Call, call your child by your own name. Uh, and well, hang on, I've got a son called Michael. That's a bit harsh. Well... <laughs> 
Okay, well then you're hilariously vain too. I'm, no, thank I'm, you very I'm, much. I'm trying, trying, to think you stay come, trying to think of a comeback <laughs> on that. Couldn't think of any. Well, loads but, of people do that. Loads of people call their children by their own name. Don't they? But I think a man calling a girl. Yeah, that's well, that's different. Is yeah. is quite funny. Yeah. Um, and she and had they're, extraordinary they're, eyebrows. They're so similar as well. Like the way that she speaks and the little phrases she comes out with is definitely a daddy's girl, I think. And have you seen this picture? It's a piece in uh, by Andy Halls in The Sun this morning of this uh, lawyer who's apparently quit her high-flying legal job to join Love Island. There she is, Rosie oh, Williams. Who's going to be... So she's not yes. in it at the moment, so she's going to be a surprise uh, addition. Well, not anymore she's not, because the sun <laughs> well, have just yeah, exploded it. Yes. But there's another one of those bikinis for you. Yeah, but that um, one's positively yeah, big. So Rosie should be going in. We'll see her go in either tonight or in tomorrow's episode. And um, I actually interviewed her. She's a very sweet girl from Wales. But, yeah, she admitted that she's completely quit her job as a solicitor. She says she's been single for five years because working so hard has meant that she couldn't date. So I guess she's doing something for her by going right. to the show. So, do pe- I mean, did I, I mean, I'm sorry for not knowing about the history of this show, but I mean, do people actually hook up and stay together? Yes. Yeah, so really? There have been two Love Island babies with wow. couples that have stayed together. Um, two contestants, Olivia and Alex, they're getting married this summer and they were on the show two years ago. So, yeah, there have been some success stories. Like, there are a lot of couples from, well, Camilla from last year's series and her boyfriend, Jamie, are still going strong. I saw they were watching the episode together yesterday. They put that on Instagram. So, right. it, it, it does work. I think if someone's genuine and they want to find love, then it is a great and perfect opportunity to do that. Because obviously, as a as a sort of a, a newbie to the program, I don't know how it works later. So, you win the program by being voted by the public, but as a couple. Exactly. So they do often at the end throw in a twist to kind of test to see whether the feelings have been genuine in the couple. And they can say, you know, if they're voted by the public, they're a winning couple, there's £50,000. And they give the decision to the female and they say, you can either take the 50 or split it with your partner. And obviously the money is always split. And the couple tends to stay together, even if it is just for a few months. Yeah. I mean, by by today's kind of, um, I suppose, prize-winning standard, it's not a massive amount of money, is it? Um, I guess not. And it is sort of a good thing that, despite the show growing in popularity, that they have kept the prize fund the same. Yeah. I think that that's important. But I suppose... Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Sarah, but I suppose as the programme has got more and more popular, the contestants have got more and more famous. So actually the money they're going to make from being on the programme is nothing really to do with the prize money. It'll be to do with all the appearances and advertising exactly. and all the, the, all the other things that will come their way afterwards. Exactly. That's the point I was going to make. All the sponsorships, the fashion deals, Instagram and social media. I mean, they become yeah little superstars in their own right. So I don't think money is going to be a problem for any and does of it, And does it transfer over to ITV1 at some point? Um, oh, I actually don't know the answer to that question. Oh, okay. As in, do, do they... Uh, well, like, well, you know, when it become when it's sort of, you know, down the road or as it gets to the sort of the finale, does it go... I don't think it, it does. It stays on ITV2. Oh, no, no, no. No, as, no, it doesn't do that. It remains on ITV2. Yeah, it's the big oh, okay. cash cow for, yeah, ITV, must be, yeah. for ITV2. So I think yeah, the controller yeah. ain't, ain't going to give that yeah. up. <laughs> and is it going to be clashing oh, with God. the World Cup? Is it going to make a kind of, uh, you know, is it going to split the households, as it were, with all the guys watching the yes, football and all the women watching this? 
It will. No matter what any male in my office says or any males in my life, they love Love Island, but I'm not sure it's going to compete with the World Cup. They would definitely <laughs> be tuning into that. Yeah, no, absolutely right. OK, well, listen, Sarah, thanks very much indeed. I'm sure we'll be back, coming back to you throughout the course of the show. Uh, uh, I don't think we'll Love need Island Sarah now, than... I, I can be You can our... just be the Love Island <laughs> correspondent, absolutely right. <laughs> Bringing the what whole a, new perspective. Just horrendous, though, ghastly. I'm thankful that I did it. I'm never going to do it again. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Uh, That's it for me. Now, I'm happy to... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say, though, we have now got something to see uh, because of, even though we're on the radio, this will go out probably as a video. Uh, Dr. Zand Van Tulken has joined us. Uh, Dr. Zand, a very good afternoon. Hey, how are you? Very well indeed. Thank you very much for joining us. We're going to do your cracker test live on the air, okay? But um, that we, is very we, exciting. Now, I, I said earlier, not that I'm um, in any way doubting your test's uh, uh, magnificence, but if I look in the mirror, I can pretty much tell you that carbs do have quite a bad effect on me. I would imagine. I think you're absolutely right, and I think what's nice about this test is it shows that everyone's different and everyone handles different foods differently. But if you want to know what carbs are doing to your body, I think the mirror or the waistline test is, is uh, probably the best one. Yes. Just ask yourself what happens if you eat pasta for a month. Yeah, indeed. Now, well, I, I eat quite a lot of pasta, to be honest. We've got it's a very pre- harsh of you uh, to say. Not, you know, I I'm not hating pasta. I, the nice thing is that no one can see each other on the radio, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Face ray. Um, we've got a practical quest- question for you. Should mm. we do this with a Ritz cracker or a Jacob's cracker? Or a so, Jacob's, as no, you would call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, yeah no, no, it's Jake. I'm sure it's Jacob, isn't it? No, well, I'm I, sure it's Jacob's, I, yeah. I think that I've somebody, been somebody's, I think somebody's played a very mean trick on Daisy from yeah. a young age, and they've told her that they're not Jacob's. That's that's right, and I've humiliated myself on <laughs> national radio.
<laughs> I'm opening. I'm opening the Jacobs. You're going crackers. for the Jacobs. Well, no, I think Jacob, I, the Jacobs is the best one. Jacobs is the best one because I think oh, the Ritz, it? if I remember rightly, are quite salty. Yes, they are. And that will just that will muddle it up. You want the blandish thing you can get. You can do it with a right. piece of white bread. Yeah. You want something that is super bland. Now I'm 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 not going to I'm not going to put the yeah. whole cracker in my mouth because if I do, I worry. That I won't be able to speak, and we've only got twenty-five more minutes of the show. This uh, might be the worst bit of radio you've, you've no, ever No, no, no. There's loads of that. There's lots of that. Right. right. Well, 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 Mike, choose. So you've got I, to choose for 30, I, 30 seconds. So I've got so to choose for thirty clock. seconds. Okay. Well, all right, well, well, no, you've got to time how long it goes. Okay. Sweet. All right. Well, I'm t- I'm going to time it from now. So it will eventually go sweet. I think that's the. <laughs> Will it, he says, spitting crumbs mm. all over the desk. Because, um, Zander, I think that's the point, isn't it? It'll eventually change taste and go sweet for everybody, but it depends how long right. it takes. Right, so so it's made, um, crackers are made from wheat, and wheat, like all plants, almost all plants, store energy as a starch called amylose, and the amylose is broken down in your mouth by an enzyme conveniently called amylase, and mm-hmm. that turns it from starch, which you can't taste, it's got no real flavour, um, into sugar, which you can taste the sweetness. So what you're looking for is a subtle hint of sweetness from an otherwise bland cracker. And well, here's, here's my problem. Right? Oh, yeah. I finished eating yeah. it and, it, <laughs> you and I've now swallowed it. it. You got the che- you've got the cheese, you've got the wine. Yeah, I mean, but nothing, <laughs> I mean, I didn't, it didn't change flavour at all, but now I've swallowed it. So you, well, so that's very interesting. So lots of people don't, don't um, most people get some change, um, right. but uh, it can take up to 30 seconds. So you probably should have had the whole cracker and kept chewing it. Yeah. Might have taken, I, I'm not sure you got the full 30 seconds there. I did have 30 seconds, definitely. The, Oh, did you? Okay, okay. Well, in that case, you're someone who doesn't taste it. And so the theory, this is not my test, but the theory goes from Dr. Sharon Molam that um, the longer it takes you to taste the sweetness, the harder your body finds to process carbs. And that means that um, you will find it, uh, you will more easily gain weight if you eat lots of carbs. Now, I don't know if, I don't, the theory underlying that is still poorly described, so we don't fully understand it. But I think it's a lovely test to do do it with kids, mm. do it with the family, and it makes you think about what you it eat. Does. Yeah. And does it and does it would it also would it also mean, Doctor Zand, that if I'm you know not very good at dealing with carbs, that then if I did go on a on a sort of no carb diet, that that would work for me? That I think it works for lots of people because carbs are the easiest way of eating loads of calories. If you think about how how, how hard it would be to get your calories from. Um, poached fish and broccoli mm. compared to breakfast cereal, it's just so much easier eating the carbs. And so they're the easiest mm. thing, they're the most straightforward thing to cut out because they're a source of massive numbers of calories. And that's probably most of the benefit of a low-carb diet is simply coming from the fact that it's harder to get your calories from other kinds of food. And I think I, I was saying before you came on air um, that I did a, a, a no or low-carb diet last year mm. and, and lost mm. you know, lost a lot of weight. And the re- I think one of the reasons it worked for me it's also it doesn't give you any gray areas of you know or have i you know how many calories have i it's like you go to a restaurant you think no 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 can't eat any of that so i'll have to have the fish and spinach or whatever it is instead of kidding yourself i just need boundaries you know as most people do i just the less thinking i have to do the better What's so? The, I mean, the reason we're talking about this is because I've got my, my program on tomorrow night on BBC One eight o'clock. If you don't mind me plugging, no, it, please do. Where we look at and we look at a much more kind of nuanced diet of going. Look, why don't you just reduce your carbs and swap out the least healthy carbs, those kind of really white and beige carbs like rice, pasta, white bread, for more complex, um, harder to digest carbs like um, rye bread, um, cauliflower, 
um, salary act, things like that. And even that switch, which was a pretty easy switch to make for, for the group of people we did it on, made a massive mm. difference to their weight and to their blood sugar in two weeks. And we, 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 we had one person who was virtually in remission from their diabetes after two weeks. Really? Amazing. Um, now, I must say, you, does, it, does it make yeah, any difference yeah. in terms of the, what the type of pasta that you're eating? Are you spitting more? Yeah, I mean, the you're, by the time anything's turned into pasta, it's been ground up so much that it's pretty, I mean, whole wheat pasta's better because it's got more fiber, but it tastes disgusting. Yeah, it does. And I would say eat less Eat less of the good quality durum wheat pasta. If you're going to an Italian restaurant, have the proper pasta, enjoy it, yeah. but don't do that every day and don't eat too much right. of it. Um, and what about the rice yeah. uh, scenario? Because a lot of people will say if you can mix the brown and white rice up, it's better, or get wild rice instead of white rice. What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think anything you can do to eat food that is less processed. So white rice is quite highly processed. It's been polished so that all the stuff that isn't starch has been removed. And so if you're eating whole grains, things like wild rice has still got the husk on it. So I think wild rice is not actually a kind of rice, bizarrely, but it looks like rice. Um, but anything where you can um, eat food that has had less done to it, um, you're, you'll be getting the benefits of all the fiber and all the other stuff in it, which would be vitamins, minerals, your gut health will improve. You'll feel fuller for longer. You'll be getting fewer calories. And the calories that you do get will be putting your blood sugar up less. Not everyone has a problem with their blood sugar, but almost 10% of the English population um, or the UK population are um, diabetic. That's a huge number of people who should be worried about their blood sugar. And a lot of people who have been subsidising pasta and rice for the sort of cauliflower rice or the spiralised courgette yeah. pasta and all that sort of thing. But yeah, I've got a lot they're of that so to come, watery, aren't they? I mean, the I quite like. I have to say, I, I know what you mean. The courgette, I think the courgette is a waste of time. I know people who love it, but I'm, I don't love it. Um, the cauliflower rice, though, I think is actually a pretty good substitute. I have to say, if you if you're having a curry, if you swap out the rice yeah. for cauliflower rice, I think if you weren't paying attention, you might not know the difference. Well, I, t I tell you what, I've discovered. I don't know if you have too. Are these bare naked mm. noodles and rice. Have you come across mm. them that are made of? I do. Yam? So, a lot of people. Um, a lot. I think that the, the konjac root um, the konjac, is very right, yeah. very hard to digest, and um, it's so hard to digest that you virtually get no calories from it. I, uh, some people love it, and I think different diets work for different people. What I find is that that stuff is um, like putting a balloon in your stomach. It sort of gives you a feeling of fullness without actually... Uh, it's very hard to trick your brain and persuade your brain you've eaten something when you haven't. And your, your brain is constantly almost tasting your blood and going, is there enough sugar? Is there enough fat? Is there enough protein circulating? And so you can, you can eat... I mean, if you ate newspaper, it would fill you up, but you wouldn't feel satisfied at the end of it and i think that's my problem with those those noodles but other people say um they work really well and they put some nice dressing on and it's it, you see i guess because at the end of it because to me it's and just, that, it's, are it's they the not they're not technically pasta that no they're, it's six calories for the whole pack right okay. it's absolutely yeah, astonishing. No, it's nothing i mean it's just totally indigestible um i mean it, extraordinarily it is a traditional uh, it's a traditional um food in parts of asia that at least the root itself mm. But um, it doesn't give you any energy, um, but it does fill you up, which I suppose is, is good if you're, um, you know, there are lots of people who want to feel that way. But I think it's, I guess I prefer to see people not eating weird food and just going. And, yeah. it, and it is expensive. Just... I mean, I, I, take, yeah, I buy quite, quite a lot yeah. of um, like Chinese noodles and, and eat those. Yeah. And like glass noodles mm. and stuff like that. What are they, that what are they like? completely, <laughs> like, well, those are delicious. Yeah. Um, but they will, uh, they're full of carbs. They'll be very easily turned into sugar. Right. And um, they're the kind of thing that's easy to eat too much of. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're enjoying them, and it sounds like, I mean, you've done an amazing thing by quitting smoking. So if you quit smoking, 
um, that's doing you so much more good yeah. than um, that extra half stone is doing you harm. Yeah. Um, and, that I would feel pretty pleased with yourself. And oh, thank Sa- you. Sand, explain. Yes, yeah, sorry, I should have. I should have said, well done, you. No, I don't, yeah. well, well, yes, I don't expect it from it's you. It's called an HFM. A hooray oh, for it's me. It's all about her, I'm afraid. <laughs> is it? No, back to me. No, but Sand, there was something in your. Um, I think in your uh, show where um, you're talking about reheating carby foods mm. like pasta and rice and potatoes mm. makes a difference. What's why? Well, so, so when you reheat these big starch molecules, starch molecules are just long chains of sugar and um, your body chops them up into sugar. And if you cool food down and then reheat it, um, the, the, the chemical reactions in the food, if you're reheating a lasagna, let's say, um, some of the other stuff in the food will bind to the starch and make it a bit harder for your body to digest. So and that's, that's good a good in two ways. thing. It's, it's good because it puts your blood sugar up a bit less quickly. And ah. also it's good because it feeds those, res- they're called resistant starches. Um, they feed the bacteria in your gut. And there are all kinds of benefits of having healthy bacteria in your gut, quite apart from weight loss. So if you're, if, you know, if you're going to eat bread, keep it in the freezer and toast individual slices. You'll get a bit more resistant starch. That'll be good for your um, uh, gut bacteria. It'll make you feel happier. It'll, it, it's How all kinds of long-term And you benefits. waste less. It will, I mean, it's, we're talking about a small effect on your waist. Look, it's better than doing nothing. Yes. Um, but if you want to lose weight, this is not eating frozen white bread is not yeah. the secret to effortless weight loss. No, no, what I'm I meant was you'd waste say. less food as in it wouldn't go mouldy. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because <laughs> I thought you were talking about the waistline. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. An environmental no. reason as yes, well as Environmental reasons are good. <laughs> no, well, listen, not, Dr. Zan, absolute pleasure to talk to you. I must tell you, I have to tell you this because I've been asked to, that my 11-year-old is a massive fan of your Operation Ouch Oh, that's uh, amazing. Show. Well, look, this is, Operation Ouch is my absolute favourite thing in the world. Um, we are. Can you reassure them we are making more at the moment? Oh, good. An amazing new presenter on the show called Dr. Ronks. Chris and I are still doing it, and there'll be more episodes before Christmas. Brilliant. Um, and send her farts and snot from us. Great stuff. <laughs> well, maybe you should come and see us, and we'll talk some more about that. Across the UK, online, and on DAB, the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. So if you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio, via DAB, online, or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.